Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, I'll tell them what's on your bucket list. Okay, okay, it's a beautiful day. Okay, okay, it's a beautiful day. We're back, and this week we've got a very special guest with us to talk about some exciting park news from the D23 Expo. Then we're talking travel trends to watch for in the coming year. Make sure your canteen is full because it's time to hit the trail again with the Gold Key Adventurer Society. All right, hey Jess, let me uh, let me right off the bat, this is a little bit different. Let me set the scene, okay? Go with me here. It's time to put on our imagination caps. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Go for it. <laughs> All right, so imagine... So we've been on an expedition. We're trekking through the wilds of South America. Our guides that we've hired that uh, we're paying a living wage to have abandoned us because the jaguars have been attacking and picking them off one by one. A few of them have probably gotten malaria. And uh, so we've been trudging across the jungle mile after mile. And we come to a break in the trees. And as we clear, come into the clearing, we see majestic angel falls in front of us and a lone figure standing with their back to us watching the waterfall we approach this lone explorer and say heather straight i presume that's me that was uh that was an impressive intro i have to say i didn't expect that that was, that was i'm impressive. really trying to work on this fiction of our uh, society of adventures here so welcome to the show heather i like it i like it that was impressive i wasn't expecting that <laughs> uh, i wasn't sure exactly what was happening either but uh <laughs> i'm a little hey. bit more concerned with the fact that this jungle trek is a lot like oregon trail um there's a oh, lot yeah, of yeah. peril here i don't <laughs> Which one of us is going to get dysentery? Oh. Not it. <laughs> Not me. I always oh, lost. Yes. I always lost my. <laughs> no, I always lost my cart to the river because I always mismatched or misjudged how deep it was. So that's oh, that's how I never went. tried. Never tried to float it across. No. Yeah, well, it's made of wood. Idea. Come on. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a lot of really exciting news to get going with Let's because it. it is D23 time. So take us take us there, Jess. Yeah. So um, the parks panel um, for D23, where they announce all of the big park news that's coming for the next few years, isn't actually going to be until uh, tomorrow as of this recording date. But they did sort of drop a, a huge teaser um, of all the things that they've got coming that we some things we already knew about and just some more details along those lines. Um, first up, uh, the biggest thing in my book is the uh, a little bit more info on the Star Wars Hotel, or what is now going to be called the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, Star Cruiser Hotel, excuse me. Yes. Um, yeah, so now we know that it's going to be a dedicated two-night stay um, aboard the Starship, and the Starship is named the Halcyon, which uh, I think is pretty cool. Um so what they are saying is that guests will interact with characters and become active participants in stories that unfold around them on their galactic journey. 
Um, and so, yeah, that kind of goes in with what we were talking about last week um, about how your reputation is supposed to sort of follow you around as you go through this adventure and uh, sort of in and out of Galaxy's Edge. They've got a model on display, um, which is really cool. There's a couple videos of it online floating around where the model is actually set up right next to the Millennium Falcon so that you can see what the size of the ship is supposed to be. This is not actually how big the hotel itself will be. Um, but it gives you a little size, uh, a little bit of uh, perspective on the scale. And then it has this really cool interactive feature that sort of scans the model of the ship and then displays concept art to go along with whatever area of the ship they're showing. Um, so it gives you a look at sort of the, uh, the lobby area, um, a couple of the rooms, and then uh, what's going to be the bar area, and then what's the bridge. And what's interesting to me about the bridge is that that's got to be sort of a focal point for some sort of big interactive adventure part of of the whole thing. Um, yeah, some sort of storytelling element, right? Because otherwise, hotels don't have starship bridges. So, will you be attacked by Tie Fighters? That's what we all want to know. Yes, and and you know that if they don't, I'm going to be severely upset. But absolutely, yeah, something's got to happen there because obviously it's going to be open to guests, and I mean even on. A Disney cruise, they don't let the kids just run around the bridge. So, <laughs> is there going to be a mustard drill where we all end up in the hallway right before uh, Kylo Ren breaches the door and comes testing in out blazing? our lightsabers? Yeah, <laughs> I can only hope for full immersion. They've got to have a whole you know security process for any sort of emergencies. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it'll be like on a cruise ship. Yeah. So I've heard there's also going to be specially designed transport to take you from the hotel into galaxy's edge without ever seeing real life the out of doors i'm excited yeah. to see what that com turns out to be yeah the blueprints that have sort of leaked online are are they're definitely from the outside standard buses but um they had unveiled technology years ago where they had sort of had magic windows that moved along and they had done mm -hmm. some tests yeah. where yeah where it would interact with things that you saw through the window or just completely um, blank them out. Heather and I did a tour of um, the Walt Disney Studios, and there was a, a section that we got to go through where you basically see moving windows. Um, so I'm sure that that's kind mm -hmm. of technology yep. that they've then... It's a monorail there. Yeah, exactly. And yep. so, and that's, you know, animated, but I'm sure they could easily turn it into photorealistic video as well. Mm -hmm. And the blueprints from the hotel that I've seen have a special loading area where the, the bus is sort of all enclosed. So you load onto the transport and don't right. see the outside. Airlock kind of thing. It's all, it's all, of course, just speculation at this point, but it looks pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Very exciting. What else we got? Um, they've also released uh, a few more details on the complete Epcot reimagining that's going to be coming over the next few years. Um, they released some new concept art. Um, and the one thing that sort of stood out to me on that was that you can see that the entire west side of Interventions is just going to be completely removed and replaced with new water features. Um, it looks like they're leaving the other side in, 
Um, but the west side, which really hasn't had anything in it for years, looks like it's just going to be completely cleared. Um, paint me a word picture because I'm bad at east and west on uh, the parks. <laughs> That's what 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 uh, what what pavilions are on that side. Um, so on the west side is where it leads to the land and <clears throat> excuse me, the imagination pavilion and the seas with Nemo and friends. So you're looking at sort of a, a lot. Yeah, right now it's just some character meet and greets in there. Yeah, exactly. And I know that there's there's talk about that whole kind of end of uh, Future World. And then um, I think that side, that's kind of going to be like park kind of area, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely it definitely looks like it. It's, it's a lot more nature features than. Yeah, and like a beer garden, I believe, or some something of the type yeah there's supposed to be a beer garden there's supposed to be dedicated um festival booths for food and wine flower and garden things like that so that they don't have to sort of roll them in and out for each festival which makes sense since they oh interesting they're doing festivals all year at this point you know yep you just need one more festival to round out the summer season it's gonna be the international festival of festivals yes (laughs) what else is coming to epcot (laughs) um they've also announced a new attraction coming to epcot the journey of water inspired by moana Um, So they say this is a first ever experience. It's going to be based on the film and it's going to let guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful and inspiring setting. No other details other than a piece of concept art was released, which has a really nice, beautiful waterfall. Really, I'm I'm very curious what that means. Is this going to be screen based? Is this going to be projection mapping is this going to be something that we haven't seen before in the parks um this might be bad but my first thought was is this going to be they're reskinning the uh jumping fountains out behind imagination oh god i didn't even think of that (laughs) (laughs) oh oh lord no don't do that (laughs) hey it's already half built yeah it's dancing living water just put some you know trees around it i guess that's yeah Ooh, wow that's a good thought though I hope not. Sprinkle some sand and we're good, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, finally, the, the last bit of Epcot news that they released is that they're going to be opening a uh, Walt Disney Imagineering Presents the Epcot Experience. Um, this is going to be in the Odyssey Events Pavilion, which has sort of been empty for years as it was the Odyssey Restaurant. They used it for a flex space for meetings and things like that. Um, but it's going to be basically an, an interactive exhibit to allow guests to step inside the relentless innovation, energy, and excitement and see some never-before-revealed details driving the future of Epcot all throughout this unprecedented period of transformation. So it's basically a, a preview center for what Epcot is going to be once they've finished all of this. Yeah, it's like the Blue Sky Cellar or... Yeah, at, at California yeah, Adventure. Exactly, yeah. Yep goes all the way back to the WDW preview center that they had before the park was even built. So, but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be opening up in October. Um, so guests will be able to check that out and we'll be able to finally see some more in-depth details of, of what they're doing. I'm, I'm on board with everything they've released so far. I'm, I yeah. saw a little bit of concept, uh, additional concept art for the guardians of the galaxy coaster too. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. They, they, I think that's uh, going to be a big part. They have like a really cool model of, the new Epcot pavilions mm-hmm. at D23 yeah. that sort of follows the same concept I was talking about with um, the Star Wars hotel. It, it's it got interactive lighting features that highlight sections and then show you extra concept art. So I'm, I'm very jealous of everybody that's getting to see that firsthand right now. Um, so, but that's not all they've released so far. We've also got uh, more details on what's now going to be known as Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure and Disneyland Paris. Yes. And uh, so 
the word, the official word on that is that guests are going to become an interconnected, become a part of an interconnected global story that spans from California to Paris to Hong Kong with the Avengers recruiting new extraordinary people to join them. Just like us. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm joining. They've already sent me my my letter. You know, I'm I'm joining. Um, and uh, there's there's no real. What's your superpower? Um, I want to hear it. Writing about theme parks. Okay, that's awesome. what I do well. <laughs> um, no real details. Uh, we do know that a Spider-Man attraction will be coming to both Avengers campuses. Um. And I think we've seen from concept art that it looks like there's going to be a an Ant Man microbrewery, which you know is that's a great dad joke. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah. I love it. I love um, it. But yeah, so hopefully we'll get some new details on those later this weekend as well. And um, finally, in that sort of chunk of news that they dumped on us, we got some new concept art, uh, a look at the vehicle and the cast member uniforms for tron light cycle run which will be coming to the magic kingdom light cycles and even though i have a bad back i still think i'm going to try to do one of those you gotta try it i that ride i've heard i know someone who's been on it in shanghai and it's supposed to be just spectacular it it looks amazing the concept art it, it looks like our our Tron ride will be pretty similar to the one that's already in Shanghai. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. uh, identical. The building, I think, is a little bit different, but the track yeah, is... Yeah, it looks like insane. a little bit of the lighting. The Just some aesthetic features are different. but And uh, yeah, we don't have a date on that. But I mean, anybody that's been to Magic Kingdom recently, they are working fast and furious on that. It's yeah. coming along. Yeah, that track went up fast. And I'll tell you what, those cast member outfits are pretty snazzy i might be going going down to apply for a job with i was gonna uh, say that's that's probably gonna be my my mickey's not so scary halloween party costume for the year that opens you know i was like that's those are nice it's a good yeah. idea yeah that's cool <laughs> uh they also i think um had uh, didn't they have uh the cast member costumes and uh model of the engine from the mickey's runaway yes they they had a a small you got it nailed it make sure you get all the words (laughs) there's a lot of words in most of the things they've been bringing i'm really hoping they just release something called ride like that would be really nice (laughs) 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 but yeah they released uh released that as well um looks pretty much exactly like the train that they've they've uh, shown in the concept art and that's in the poster that you can see right outside the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah, the that's been pushed to spring, correct? Yeah. Spring of next year. Still no exact date. I'm not sure if it was pushed for construction reasons or, I mean, I, I had heard that a lot of the problems they were having was that they kind of needed every body available that can work construction to work galaxy's edge to get it ready in time. So they, they kind of had to slow down yeah, on all a lot hands of on deck. with the opening date pushed up. Sure. So I think once, once that, that opens, I mean, they're pretty much done now. We'll see the other things pick up in speed a little bit. Um, that's pretty much it for right now. Like I said, we've got um, the big news coming um, tomorrow. So probably on our next show, we will have even more to discuss. Cool. Sounds awesome. I had two um, non Disney related I have a few, but I think I've picked my two favorites that I'd like to share real quick. Um, first one, this is a little bit interesting. So uh, we remember earlier in the week, um, there was the news that President Trump has expressed a great interest in purchasing uh the country of Greenland <laughs> from from Denmark, I'm sorry, right? I can't help it. Nope. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. It's a, 
Yes, it is. <laughs> um, well, turns out that there's some good that's come out of that, though. Um, so G Adventures, which is a travel supplier from uh, National Geographic and also Intrepid, another travel operator, has reported that inquiries about itineraries to Greenland uh, have gone up by 200% since uh, President Trump made that announcement. And uh, Visit Greenland, the official tourism site for the country of Greenland, has said that they have seen traffic to its site spike by 1,000%. <laughs> wow, that's wow. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, uh, they're really hoping that thanks, thanks to all this sudden focus on Greenland, that Greenland's going to become the sure. new all Iceland. The, all the people know? going, where is Greenland? And why does it belong to Denmark? <laughs> right. And well, you know, all, everybody's gone to Iceland. They've eaten the uh, fermented shark. So. Of course. <laughs> And the horse, yeah. So now we need to find out what the strange uh, cultural specialty. I'm wondering how many of those inquiries were people just being like, "So, so is Greenland somewhere I can visit? Is that? Do you have tourism? Yeah. Is that okay? What is Greenland? Google didn't help that much, <laughs> right? Iceland is very nice, and Greenland is covered with ice. Mighty, mighty ducks. Okay, and uh, one more exciting story that I wanted to talk about real quick because I'm very excited to hear this out of Universal. Um, Universal Orlando has um, shared the final map for uh, Halloween Horror Nights for this year. And we pretty much knew they've announced all of the houses and the scare zones. I think we're going to be talking about that a little bit closer to when they open up. But I could not wait to talk about the fact that listed under dining yes. on this map is the Starcourt Mall Food Court. Oh, is going to be a dining location amazing. at Horror Nights. So, uh, I mean, I'm assuming they'll, they'll definitely be a Scoops Ahoy, but what other... <laughs> What other, yes, I mean, like, gosh, okay, so I what, maybe so. like a, a Sabaro? Like, there's got to be a Sabaro. Yeah, maybe uh, Auntie Anne's uh, pretzels. I'd, I'd uh, want them to just do the whole mall so they could have, like, a Spencer's Gifts and yes. a Chess King and, like, <laughs> you know, all the old, like, 80s stores. Yeah. That's just me wanting to relive my childhood, but uh, that's my Yeah, Scoops Ahoy <laughs> and someone who looks like Steve in that uniform would just be... So good. So good. <laughs> Fingers crossed, you guys. Fingers we can only crossed. hope. It's all the hair. It's all in the hair. <laughs> Jess, maybe you need to reconsider your costume for oh, yes. a not so scary Halloween party. I used to have we the can hair get for you a it, wig, but no problem. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have hair. It's, it's just, just it's not, not, as, as, not as full and wavy as it used to be. <laughs> It's not so much yeah, about the true. hair as the rest Sailor of that terribly suit. embarrassing costume <laughs> that they made him run around in for six episodes. Yeah. You got to love that. Yep. It took him down a notch. I love that. Yeah. But that's where he's the best. All right. Well, then we'll be back in a little bit. But first, a word from our sponsor. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. 
with over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. And we're back. Let me set the scene for everybody. We've, uh, we've moved this meeting of the Adventure Society from the foyer where we're gathering and and chit-chatting and now we're in the study or the the lounge i suppose we're surrounded by uh taxidermy exotic animal heads on the wall they were all responsibly and sustainably uh hunted and all of their meat went to feed um (laughs) less fortunate people somewhere in the world there's also strange artifacts from lost temples and civilizations um bookshelves full of books bound in rich Corinthian leather uh, detailing <laughs> detailing the exploits of the adventures of the club and we're here to uh, get into our main topic of the day but first uh, I think that we should introduce ourselves as explorers so Jess if you were an explorer in maybe a comic book or a uh, old-timey movie or something. What What's your personal explorer style like? Well, um, I'm, I'd like to consider myself an indoor kid. So um, that, that, that'll preface <laughs> um, how explorative I can be. Um, I would say that probably my, my explorer style would be close to uh, Ethan Hawke in the film The Explorers from 1985. Um, ah, wow. Classic. So, yeah. So basically an indoor kid that would end up in space completely by accident, really. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, exploring without uh, without really knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I enjoy myself. So no matter what. Right. And no matter how reluctantly you were dragged yeah, into it. Exactly. Thinking. Whether it's aliens planting a circuit board in my dreams or, you know, just going to a theme park. <laughs> hey, you know. Yeah, whatever it takes. Okay, uh, how about you, Heather? So I have always been fascinated with time and space for exploration. (laughs) You see where this is going, I think, Dan. So I'm going to have to say Amelia Pond from Doctor Who. Awesome. Yes. Yes, my favorite doctor and one of my favorite companions. My favorite companion, not my favorite doctor, but it's okay. My second favorite. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, I like to think that I'm a dashing Indiana Jones type. I like it. Yes. uh, I've long had a love of Indiana Jones. When I was young, I considered studying archaeology just so I could be an archaeology professor during the school year (laughs) and and raid temples uh, during the summer. Um, I'm afraid that sometimes I might be more of a uh, Carl from from up <laughs> Carl <type> Fredrickson. Of, <laughs> yeah, I might be more of a Carl Fredrickson at times. 
Um, I'm not quite as old as he is, although my children think <laughs> I am. <laughs> so we're going to go with the happy medium between the two. Nice. Um, <laughs> that's respectable. That's, that's I like good. it. I like it. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, Heather, you got some stuff to talk to us about, right? We're going to talk do. about some travel trends to keep your eyes peeled for, yes. right? So, the first one I have for you guys is something called microcationing. This is defined as a trip of no more than three nights. So it's kind of essentially like taking a long weekend instead of an extended vacation. According to a study by Allianz Global Travel, about 50% of Americans last year who took a vacation, that's a, a problem in the United States. A lot of us don't even take vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but about 50% of people who said they did take a vacation only took three nights or less. Who knew I was so on trend? Exactly, right? <laughs> it's apparently especially popular with millennials. About 72% of people under the age of 40 say that they've taken a microcation in the last year. And 21% of people who fall in the under 40 category say that this is the longest vacation they've ever taken is only three or four nights. Uh, Money can be a big factor. A lot of people say they don't want to spend what it takes to go away for longer. Uh, Work is another big reason. And this is where uh, Gen Xers and baby boomers tend to say that they take a microcation because they just don't want to be away from work. Um, Not necessarily Mm. that they can't, but they're they're so into their work that they only want to take a few days. Yeah, either that or I know that like uh, vacation shaming is kind of yeah, sure. Like especially with the younger millennial age, they feel bad for taking a vacation. I guess taking too much time off and not putting their nose to the grindstone. Yeah, Um, it's also a lot a way that you could take. Some people say they they do it because they can take more frequent trips, visit more Mm -hmm. places in a year by taking a microcation instead of. A, a week or more. That's sort of my reasoning for. Have for you ever that. taken a microcation? Yeah, I do that all the time. Actually, <laughs> I love doing that. Just pop away for a few yeah, days. Yeah, my wife yeah. and I were just. Where's the farthest you've ever traveled, but uh, for only a few days? <sighs> Let's see. I'm trying to think. I guess because California doesn't count because I think it was like four nights or more that I've stayed going out there. So. Mm, um, yep, got to be under that. Yeah, so I'm going to say Colorado. So. Colorado, I did three nights once. I have a friend who popped off to Iceland for just a few days. I can't can't imagine what that's like. I'm usually not over the jet lag in three days, but... I was about to say, like, the the amount of time just to get out there. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. What was your vacation? I got on a plane. I got <laughs> off a plane. I got back on a plane. I got <laughs> back off a plane. Well, that's like the people that do that for their points, right? They, oh, yeah. They just fly all weekend. Oh, yeah. I don't enjoy flying enough for that. Got to take one one little trip to get to that diamond medallion status. Yeah, no, yeah. a lot of our trips, and I, we, we might stretch it to four nights, but a lot of our trips end up being uh, shorter, especially when you've got kids, too. You know, if, mm-hmm. yeah. small kids, um, especially if it's dealing with school year and stuff. But um, yeah, that's true. And plus, they just hit the wall at a certain point. And <laughs> yeah, I microcation to Walt Disney yeah. World all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Once you get, you know, once you get good at it, it's you can do it and 
feel like you got everything done you needed to. I have people all the time that are like, oh, you're only going down for a couple nights. And I'm like, yeah, and I know exactly what I want to do and how much time I can get it done in. You know, it's it's really great when you when you've already been down yep. there enough that you're just like, okay, on this trip, I'm going to do this and this and this. Yeah, you accept that you don't have to do it this all. This trip is just about Epcot. There you go. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. You know the things that you want to do that you like to do. You don't have to try to do everything. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. So this next one, and uh, forgive me that I didn't come up with this title. I, I swear I found this in the research. This next one is called a mobile moon. That's not a moon. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> right. So you've heard of honeymoons <laughs> well, and you've heard of baby moons, but have you no, heard we, of yeah, a mobile moon? I was going to say, moon? we went on a baby moon. I've not heard of a mobile moon. Is this, you just got a new phone and you want to celebrate when you're on a vacation? <laughs> so this is actually a combination of two travel trends that have been pretty popular over the last few years. Solo travel, traveling by yourself, and Instagram travel. So this is basically a solo trip that focuses heavily on documenting the trip on Instagram. So it's you and your phone and the IG pic. Um, it's all about the grams. Exactly. The term was actually coined by Expedia. Uh, they did a survey that they said uh, showed that 33% of Americans said they would rather travel with their mobile device than a human companion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which kind of doesn't surprise me, really. Not today, no. Uh, solo travel is a huge, a huge trend, actually, over the last few years. And about two-thirds, again, in the millennial group, say that they prefer the freedom that they get from solo travel over the desire to have a vacation companion. And they like not being shamed for being on their mobile device the whole time. So <laughs> that's where this but, came from. Yeah, it's a vacation but, with your phone. It's so, so hmm. sweet, right? I, I have a hard <laughs> what time. Do you think? Well, I just want to... When when we were down at Universal in May, and and it was my first trip to Universal, and back in Hogsmeade, and I'm standing on that bridge that goes beside Hogwarts Castle. Mm -hmm. Yep, staring up at the mid. I can picture at the it. majesty of this castle. Hogwarts, and it's gigantic right? yeah. and incredible, and I'm transported, and then there's four young women <laughs> all doing the same thing yes. they're all perched on the guardrail yes. of the bridge they're all primping their hair yeah. and then their friend takes a picture and rushes over and shows them their camera to make sure that the shot's good and but but look look behind you, you didn't Turn stop around. and look at hogwarts yeah <laughs> look, i hear you you're a wizard <laughs> or you could be but you're taking you're taking a selfie later on they're gonna marvel at that photo on on instagram and how many likes it got uh-huh and remember oh that my they gosh, were there's a Hogwarts. castle there <laughs> did you see that castle when we were there did you know that was there all i know is that i can't get siri to like understand me half the time i'm not taking her on a vacation <laughs> i'm not going on a vacation with her she doesn't listen to me she doesn't help me out every time i ask her a question <laughs> she just points me to google uh-uh no, you're not getting to go to to Iceland with you're me. Not, right? No, no mobile right. moon in your future is right. what you're telling yeah. me. I mean, I'm I'm I I'm an it. old guy. I, I put my, my phone away as much as possible on trips, but yeah. 
I'm old school, so. That's fair. Yeah, one of the biggest things I've found myself doing the last couple of trips is, you know, there's there's the the urge to take a picture of everything. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm guilty uh, of that, absolutely. And um, I've been trying to make a conscious effort to put it down and just, okay, this moment's for me, and I'll remember this, and I'm just going to experience it instead of experiencing it through my screen. So Yeah, yeah. So I have a hard time understanding the concept of the mobile moon. I but. just I thought it was hilarious, so I, I had to bring it up. And it doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. Like you said, everywhere you go, oh, you see everybody on their phone and you know that what they're doing is getting the perfect shot for Instagram. So yep. it's definitely a thing. The next one is a little a little more interesting to me, uh, and it's women only travel. Mm-hmm. I just saw an article about this. Yeah, this is becoming really, really popular in the era of the Time's Up movement and hashtag Me Too. There's been a real surge in interest in women-only adventure travel. And there are a lot of tour operators that have seized on that and are now specializing in women-only travel and they're reporting huge growth in this segment. And this isn't just a pink-washed trip or a you know, girlfriend wine and chocolate weekends. This is real adventure, high adventure travel, like hiking trips and African safaris and sea kayaking. G Adventures is a small group adventure travel tour operator. And they, they have a product called National Geographic Journeys. It's a really interesting uh, tour package. And they're they report that 43% of the travelers that take their National Geographic journeys are solo women. And one of the things that they've done to capitalize on this is that they have, uh, they'll contract with local businesses that are women run. So they will have the driver that picks you up at the airport is a woman. Your tour guide is a woman. And they're uh, a lot of the adventure travel operators are starting to focus on that and reporting that it's very, very popular. Yeah. The story that I just saw, and I just looked it up to make sure I could remember where, was um, a women-only hotel opened up in Mallorca, mm-hmm. Spain. Yep. Um, and they had, they're making a point to hire, it's not an all-female staff because they have to have, I mean, by law, there has to be Right. Equality. Yeah. So I guess they have to hire men, but they're making a point to hire women for positions that are would maybe traditionally be mm-hmm. more likely to be filled by a man so that uh, the tra- the guests can see that and feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. A lot of these trips too have a, a social component to them where they focus on helping local women in the destination. Uh, G-, G Adventures especially is really good at that. They they have there's always some kind of social aspect to their trips, and they are putting a lot of money into uh, women only startups in some of these destinations, and then tying that into the trip. And next year, 2020, is the hundredth anniversary of the 19th Amendment, so we may see a lot of women only trips. To Washington, D.C. to celebrate that. Hopefully a lot of them make a trip to the voting booth as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make a point. (laughs) Yeah. Make a stop there first. So the next thing I found for you guys is DNA tourism. 
with the advent of 23andMe and Ancestry DNA, this is a huge new trend in travel where people get their DNA mapped, find out where their ancestors are from, and now they want to go there. So both of these companies actually have pages on their websites that are dedicated to their client stories of traveling to the places that they discovered their ancestors were from and the kind of trips mm -hmm. that they had. So people are getting their DNA results and then flocking to their ancestral home. Um, there's actually a couple of tour operators that I found that are so far on the bandwagon that they are crafting packages around this trend where the first thing they do is they include your DNA test. So the first thing you do when you sign up is you get your test. And then based on the results, you don't even know where you're going to go till you get the results back. Oh, wow. And then that's kind of fun. Isn't that wild? And then they craft a trip around your DNA results and they even have genealogists on the trip when you go on the trip to talk to you about where you are. And so I want to know, have either of you had your DNA map? Have you done I it? I have not, but I come from I come from a family where I could call my mom right now and she could pull out the books and read back all the way through <laughs> the Vikings that settled in Scotland to start our clan. So That's yeah, cool. so it's like That's I've cool. never done one of those because I've basically been told it Your my clan. entire life. <laughs> what clan are you from? What's your clan, clan Jeff? Gun. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I will admit I have done it. I did the Ancestry DNA, spit in the little vial, send it off. My results told me that I'm very, very white. <laughs> That's devastating. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, not, not really surprised, uh, a little bit. Uh, I knew that I, my ancestors are pretty much all from the British Isles. I thought I was more Irish than I am. My results were 89%. England, Scotland, and the rest, Ireland, except for I think there was like 1% Scandinavian. That yeah, Some weird outlier. Some little weird outlier, yeah. <laughs> that one great-great-uncle yep. that nobody's quite sure about. Yeah, I actually had thought that we had some Native American DNA, and no, just none. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that it just, one of those fam the family legend. It, of it the, really is. I, you yeah. know, it's funny. My, my grandparents will always show us pictures, and uh, my my great grandfather had very very black hair, and um, they always said it was because his grandmother was Native American, or, and it's it's total nonsense, at least according mm -hmm. to the DNA. <laughs> I think most of the people with that. With that story in their family is yeah, um, <laughs> it's family I had, legend. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, one of my bosses actually just got back uh, Friday from one of these types of trips. Oh, I don't know wow. if they did it after a DNA test, but I know that his wife is big on the ancestry dot com type, uh, doing the family tree. Yeah, thing, it sucks so you in. It really does. Yeah, so so she's been tracing the family family tree back and they went to um i believe uh scotland scotland mm, that's fun i like it so i saved the best one for last <laughs> as in, at least in my opinion space the final frontier 
These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Okay, I'm I'm off on a tangent. Yes. <laughs> well, and of course, like this it. is all a reality now for us yes. thanks to uh, the Disney Company, right? Yes, but not we can only all go to that. an alien planet. Not only that. So, the idea of space travel, I, we've it's probably goes all the way back to the first man, right? Looking up at the stars. But could 2020 be the year that you could actually go to space? There's a lot of companies out there that are working on this. Um, Richard Branson and Virgin Galactic have already conducted a successful test flight. That happened in um, December of last year, I think. And what I read, over 700 people have already paid him about $250,000 a person to get one of the first tickets when Virgin Galactic is able to fly their first passengers, which is just, it's, it's mind-boggling, that right? non-refundable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing, right? Yeah. There's also... Uh, Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin, they're preparing actually for their first human test flight in their new Shepard reusable rocket. There's Elon Musk and SpaceX. They've, they're working on space travel. They've had a lot of successful launches. No human launches yet, I don't believe. They've, they've sent up a couple of dummies. Automobiles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Elon <laughs> sent up his Tesla which cracks me yep. up. He sent it up with a dummy in it. <laughs> and right. have you seen the pictures from, <laughs> from the cockpit of the, of the Tesla? Uh, didn't he also, isn't it also playing David actually. Bowie? Just be- even though you can't hear anything yes. in space. It's- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, right. yes oh, it is. Yeah. That is correct. It's- well, and here's the thing that I think he most exemplifies, but, uh, Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson are also prime examples. Really, all these guys are basically just real life Bond villains, aren't yes, they? They look they like them. <laughs> oh, to be, and, and, oh, to and be they so are wealthy. actually going to take. Yeah, right. You're so wealthy. They They're have nothing take over else the world. to do. Right, like might yeah. as well start a company that's going to shoot people into space. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, and there's actually something called aurora station that's going to be launched into space next year launching in 2020 and welcoming guests in 2022 the first luxury space hotel yeah how luxurious is this experience going to be i don't how luxurious could it possibly be <laughs> Because I've seen what the bathrooms yes. on the International Space Station look like. If you have to like. go in a bag, that takes all luxury out the window. There. Yeah. In a bag with There's a vacuums vacuum involved. involved. And yes. Have you seen? Not to mention reverse osmosis filters. Yeah, where you end up drinking water. your that's... pee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's an Instagram post for you, man. Like, you want to go on some Instagram <laughs> travel, put that on your feed. People will love it. <laughs> right? Using yeah. using a space toilet. And you have yeah. to, you sort of sleep in a sleeping bag hanging from the side of the wall. I don't know. Aren't you like Velcroed in there? Yeah. Like to the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so money's no object. Who's going? I think I would do it. I would absolutely do it. <laughs> I want to go to space, but... I want them to beam me up. I I watch too much sci-fi. If you can't make it 
like I'm going to, you know, if Scotty can't get me up there in a nice orderly fashion, I don't know. No, I would pay Richard Branson the $250,000 if I had it to get shot up in a rocket. Absolutely. I would absolutely. But do I it. think I think it's going to be kind of like Apple products. I'm going to wait <laughs> yeah. for the second generation. <laughs> I don't want the first nope. generation luxury space hotel. I want generation two once sure, they've got it worked out. Actually yeah. luxurious that's and fair. comfortable. Yeah. There's actually plenty that you can do right now on the ground if you're a space fanatic. You can go to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, Alabama, where a space camp. Awesome. Have either of you done space camp? Yes. You well, have. I did a short oh, weekend. Fantastic. I did a long weekend and I did there the exact with same scouts. Thing. It was great. Oh, fun. We didn't get to do like. You did? Yeah. Gotcha. I, we didn't get to go in the swimming pool to simulate Oh, you know, you can go anything, to space camp but... as an adult. And actually, I looked into this. There's family space <laughs> camp. So you and your kids can go to space camp. And a lot of the stuff is you can do the, uh, what is, uh, I'm totally blanking that on the six axis thing. Yes. What is that called? Yeah. The axis trainer <laughs> It's called the axis trainer, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not the G force thing. It's, the, um, yeah. The one thing they show you in all the ads. Yes. Uh, well, you and you can go ride Mission Space at at Epcot. I love that ride. Do you mm-hmm. guys ride it? <laughs> I no? don't get I don't get motion sickness at anything in my entire life, but I get the world's worst headache from riding that ride. That ride has the dubious honor of being the first ride at Walt Disney World to be equipped with vomit bags. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. With hidden Mickey's on them, right? Like, I'm sure there's like yeah, probably. I haven't ridden that thing since. <laughs> I can oh, do yeah. it once. Yeah, I can only do it once a trip, and I don't get motion sickness. But that's there's something about that, the G's that that thing pulls. It's it's kind of incredible. It's like those old spinning things from the carnival, except you could kind of see the gravitron. Yeah, the gravitron, <laughs> but you yes. could kind of oh, most of the time ride. see the movement. I think it's the fact that you can't see that movement and you just feel the pressure. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't that know. That ride is crazy, though, because it's incredible how you're spinning, but you don't feel like you're spinning. You feel like you really feel like you're being launched forward. It's what's it's what crazy. used to be really incredible about that ride was Gary Sinise's hair in the video at the beginning. Did you, if <laughs> yes. you ever get to go look at that video, look at his hairline. It is like it's like they cut it off of a Ken doll and just stuck it on there. Yes. <laughs> is he? I have you know I haven't ridden it since they redid it. Is he? Is Gary Sinise still the? No, it's um the narrator. Uh, it's, I think her name is Gina Torres. She's from Firefly. Oh, yeah, she's in it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah, Firefly. She's nice. Still better yeah. than the than the Avatar Flight of Passage guy. Yep. And of course, uh, Galaxy's Edge is open at Disneyland, and it's opening uh, next week. Yeah. At Walt Disney World, so you can get your space on there. And then there's the Star Wars Galactic Starship experience coming to be determined. We don't know yet. And the space restaurant at Epcot. Oh, space. I forgot all about that. Yeah. You get the space elevator up. Yeah. That's going to be early December, supposedly. That Yeah, right. This year, right? Oh, yeah. They've been quiet. I, I have to admit, I, I am fascinated with all things space. So this one, this trend is right up my alley. Yeah, that's, space, that's the one time, I like the most. I watch all of the, all of the space war shows. <laughs> right. I love some space war. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we're finally getting all those futuristic things we were promised. Right? Where's my where's my my jet car and my jet pack and my hover car? And those hoverboards that came out a few years ago, those don't count. Those aren't real hoverboards, so we can't count those. No, it doesn't float. We have a Tesla, so no, but that's I saw, sort of futuristic. I saw an ad the other day that you can buy a faucet for your kitchen sink that will measure out whatever amount of what? water you what, want. And then it cuts that's... you off and it's like no water for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you could be like, Alexa, Alexa, I need two cups of hot water. Sorry, Dave, I can't do that. <laughs> but I'm thirsty. What are you doing, Dave? No more water for you. Alexa, I need two cups of water at, at 180 Oh, it'll do like the temperature too? Is oh, that what you're saying? wow, that is yep. fancy. It'll warm That's it up sort of and measure it futuristic. for cooking or whatever. Yeah. Who needs those silly I little like cups? It. That's right. Well, that is all I have for the travel trends for this week. That is awesome. That's great. I think you have some more. We'll uh, we'll get back with you. I do. I do. I'm saving those for a future a future meeting of the society. I'd love to come back. Yeah, we'd love to have you. I want to hear more about what's on the horizon. I see what you did there. I like mm. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything uh, we need to talk about before we wrap up? Anything you want to plug, Heather or um, Jess? I think I'm headed to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge next week. I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm, I'm getting my Star Wars on. I am also headed to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and uh, you'll be able to follow along with... Hey, what a coincidence. Yeah, who'd have thunk? Maybe I'll see you there. Um, <laughs> hey, that sounds great. And you'll be able Let's to... follow go fo- buy lightsabers. I'm doing that the day after the first, first day, <laughs> but early in the morning. Um, but yeah, we'll be down there, and you guys will be able to follow along with that on themeparkprofessor.com, where you can find... Uh, news on theme parks and all of Disney and Universal happening. Yeah, I think we're going to get some audio for not just for Theme Park Professor, but to bring back to you guys. Yeah, we're going to be talking about it and listening to uh, some on-the-site uh, audio from your adventure. And I can't wait to hear about it and talk to you about it next week Sounds when fun. you get back. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Well, then it's time to sign off. So we are going to say... See you real soon. It's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more.
We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.